welcome to Happy Healthy Whole, a show dedicated to helping black women approach healing and life by selecting a holistic approach to their self-care and wellness. I am your host and creator of Self-Care for Black Girls Collective, Sharia Farmer. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your journey as we talk healing, coping, self-love, and so much more. All right, so we are here again. This will be airing on my official birthday. So <laughs> welcome Happy to birthday. Yeah, so when you guys see it, or when you folks see it, it will be officially my birthday. So happy birthday to me, you know, Leos. Um, <laughs> it's funny because all year long, I'm not really that Leo, but, <laughs> well, when, it's birthday but when it's birthday season, <laughs> somehow I am. Um, that being said, welcome to Walking with Sharia. And today we have one of my favorite walking buddies <laughs> because we literally do walk about three to four days a week. Um, together. So today I get to interview not just my walking buddy, but also an awesome therapist, Michelle. Michelle Hall Bogan. <laughs> Michelle Bogan. I always add the hall and I'm like, I don't know which it is. So, <laughs> so we're going to let her decide how she wants to introduce herself to you. And I'm going to let her start by just doing that. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Good morning, happy birthday. Um, so my name is Michelle Hall Bogan. That is my legal name. One of those things where when I got married 24 years ago, I thought it was important to keep that name because it's my biological father's name. Okay. And uh, as the years have passed, well, the importance of that is that I never knew him. So it was the thing that I held on to. Uh, Plus, I'm a 90s girl. <laughs> and it was, you know, empowering, right, to, to hold on to your name. But I'm also very honored to be a Bogan. That's my husband's name. And over the years, I've kind of let go of all those other thoughts that I had mm -hmm. around holding on to the hall. So my legal name really is Michelle Hall Bogan, but you'll see me say Michelle Bogan often. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So, wow. <laughs> oh, in your work. So, I am a therapist um, at RS Wellness, RS Counseling and Wellness. Um, and it's, uh, oh, it's been a year now. Yeah. Wow. July. It's been a year now. Um, and uh, just passionate about doing healing work with with our people. Um, and when I talk about healing work, I'm just talking about, you know, uh, all of us have experienced some type of trauma and it impacts us in different ways and, and it affects how we feel about ourselves. It affects how we interact with other people, right? It affects how we move through life. And so I just am passionate about helping people find uh, reduce stress, <laughs> ways to reduce their stress. And when, because when you're not in that stress mode, you can think and make better choices, right? To kind of get, get to where it is that you want to get in life. Mm -hmm. And so that's the work that I'm doing. I'm still learning. I'm still growing in it. 
And I'm super excited about being at RS Counseling specifically um, because the learning and the opportunities there are great. So that's, that's me, that's what I'm doing. All right, well, thanks for telling us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know that you have an ebook coming out and yes, I'm announcing that. I'm excited for her um, and, and the fact that I know that it's gonna have such great information. Can you tell us a little bit about your ebook? So the ebook is Seven Dimensions of Evolving, right? Um, and the dimensions, the ebook is really just a small, easy, practical guide for people to be able to use to help them decrease their stress okay. and improve their wellness and their healing, whatever they're working on. But nice. I feel like it is something that helps <laughs> we're in the woods people <laughs> it's going to be something to help you um do what it is that you're trying to do right mm -hmm. so it's just some some practical it's the, the book is actually going to provide you with some practical step-by-step -step things to do to help you decrease your stress okay. like for instance um so one of the dimensions like i'm going to name the dimensions okay and then we'll talk about you. So one of them is emotional, spiritual, career, um, finance, uh, interpersonal, personal, and um, oh, that career. I'm a career, emotional, spiritual, Financial, career, physical, physical. Yeah, as Hello. we walk. <laughs> Hello, that's all right. So, but you know what? Sometimes we need to get that a little lower on the value system because we put it so high as the the ultimate only thing you can do to care for yourself. Yeah. That sometimes, and now hear this because I'm walking every day, so it ain't like I'm lying. But hear this um, as it's part, not all. Correct. <laughs> it is a piece of the wellness, and so. And under each one of those categories, the book is going to provide those step-by-step -step tips that you can take okay. to help you reduce your stress, right? So, for instance, with um, emotional health, I think, you know, we're all focused, especially after the pandemic, everybody's kind of focused on doing better, feeling better. Mm -hmm. People understand the importance of their mental health. So, this is a guide to help give you just some steps. So... For instance, one of the things I talk about is meditation. Okay. Right. And giving people some practical tips on how to meditate. Everybody, oh, I love that. <laughs> everybody has a different way. Mm -hmm. um, and a different skill set, right? Because everybody doesn't know how to settle themselves in immediately and get to a place of calm to be able to even hear or get to silence if that's what you're going to meditate or guide it so go for it so. no that's okay thank you thank you yes so i think people when they hear meditate they think of different things based off of what they've been told or what their own experience is mm -hmm. but the guide will just give you some practical steps that are easy right make it things clear and concise um so that you can follow those steps and, and incorporate it into your life on a daily basis so that or as often as you want mm -hmm. Right. 
so that you can get the benefits of that meditation. And like you said, Sharia, help you to regulate yourself emotionally. Because when we're able to do that, you know, we can think clearer and have a better we're going up a hill, people. <laughs> and have wellness. Exactly. Have increased wellness. <laughs> yeah. And have it in a way that honors your experience. Yes. Not. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all getting all of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So that. And in every area, we have some of that, right? Like, it's a it's an ebook. It's not going to be super long. It's going to be an easy read. And, you know, we go even into finance mm -hmm. just so that people have some some steps that they can take to have financial wellness okay so can you give us a little hint of some of those things yeah so like um how to create a budget how nice okay <laughs> you know how to create a budget um how to you know give yourself some of the things that you want but still stay, take care of your financial Needs. requirements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just how to process and think through those things. Now I'm, I'm wondering how or where you start in the ebook related to the areas of wellness and what made you start there? Yeah. Well, what made me start with the ebook is my own personal experience. I just, you know, working in social services for many years, you're always helping people with a treatment, right? Mm -hmm some type of treatment plan. And to me, the best treatment plan is one that's holistic, meaning it covers all the areas of life that we need. And part of our needs, for me, one of my big needs is socialization. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a little sidebar. Uh, but that's a, that's a need for me. And I think it's important that we don't shame ourselves for our wants. Mm -hmm. Right. So how do we have a balance or how do we have create harmony around all the different areas of life from what we have to do to what we want to do? Mm -hmm. And so I start my main focus, I think I said earlier, is I like socialization and that actually helps me with my emotional health. OK. Um, and so, yeah, that's what made me start with this because it's things that I did to help me decrease my stress. <laughs> okay. Over the pandemic and over the pandemic and um and increase my wellness, right? I just feel like when we're in a state of stress, a constant state of stress, we can't think clearly. We're not in our best health. But when we can, life, like you see life almost through a different lens, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just want to share some of those things for people who are looking. The concept of wellness, it really, and I know people say it so often that we're just kind of used to hearing it, but the concept of wellness is the absence of illness. And so when we think about the absence of something that is making us ill, mentally, physically, spiritually, it's really the work that we need to do to have a quality of life that is inclusive of well-being, right? And so it makes sense to try to make sure that it's practical so that it doesn't seem out of reach yeah. and impossible because of your journey or how you said earlier, part of the work that you've done is related to trauma and healing. And so it makes it possible for us to still be doing that work and still be doing concrete things to improve our wellness. Yes. 
So it's just, it's such a beneficial tool and guide that I think it would be really helpful for people to have something as simple, but something that is so impactful that it would never feel as simple, right? So having a guide, having just the information about the areas allows for people to know that I got this. Yeah. I can do this. I'm not, you know, I'm not all broken, right? And that healing doesn't mean that I need to only focus on the trauma I've experienced, but it also needs to focus on the tools and, and wellness that I would need to be healed, right? So, you know, it's great to hear about, you know, wellness all the time, but it's much harder for us to find out how we are going to work that wellness plan. Visit selfcareforblackgirls.com. Self-Care for Black Girls is a collective created and curated to help Black women design a plan to support their healing and wellness journey. Again, visit selfcareforblackgirls.com, a holistic approach to self-care and wellness. So I know we're talking wellness and I'm and talking well-being, but I, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how those action steps impact your healing journey if you have experienced trauma. Okay, so thank you, Sharia, that was good. So for me, um, one of the main things, and I guess where I started, <laughs> is uh, just really taking some time to myself, right? Just taking some time to myself, and it sounds, again, simple. But mm -hmm. we know in application, it's not as simple as it sounds. Not at all. Right, and so taking time for myself meant okay, I'm going to meditate every day at this time and I'm going to put it on my, my alarm so that I'm reminded because if I don't have it on my calendar or something, something don't remind something me. Something to tell me. It's not going to happen. Saria can tell you, right? <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I meant to do that. Okay, so the practical things are deciding, you know, what that thing is. And so in the book, you'll get a couple of different things that you might, that might work for you. Mm -hmm. And then, so for me, meditation, putting it on my clock, and then actually giving you steps on how to do that, right? So you may not be in a situation where you are alone. You might have to be, you might be in a home or a space where that you have to share, or you might be in a home alone. Whatever your environment is, you'll be able to use these steps. And the idea, well, before I get into that, so the steps, set your, set your clock, be intentional about when you're going to do it, and your space, whatever that space is, mm -hmm. right? And do it every, every, I say every day, because that's what I do, but you're going to figure out what works for you. Uh-oh, sorry about that. This is the every art of <laughs> walking and talking with a stick. <laughs> and, and when I say you're going to figure that out, in the ebook, there's a section where we kind of go through how to set up a realistic um, time frame. Awesome. Yeah. So how to set up a realistic time frame so that you can figure out what works for you because when we can do something and be successful at it, we feel confident about it mm -hmm. and we keep doing it. So I don't want to say, I'm saying daily because that's mine. Yes. And, and the time frame, right? So for 20 minutes every day. Now, that wasn't easy for me, but it was a practice that I kept doing. So you can also work your way up to it. Yes. Right. That's so what I had to do. 
starting at five minutes till you get to sit 20 is a possibility, right? So it's no difference than when I started walking, I was only doing like one lap. And that lap was literally 15, 30 minutes. And then after a month or two, I stepped it up to one and a half and just turned myself around, you know? And so now we're up to almost four. Well, now we don't know because Auntie Joy's watch was different. <laughs> so now instead of, you know, a mile, we're at to four miles literally almost every day. So it becomes a process and pacing yourself as well. Like a healing journey doesn't mean a destination that you get to tomorrow because many times the things that hurt us or harmed us to get to a place of feeling broken really didn't happen overnight. Now, some traumas are super on the spot. Complex trauma is about ongoing and, and lifelong experiences that have been traumatizing or exposure to it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is all of that's happening over time. And so you have to give yourself some grace even in the process of healing and pace yourself. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. I think a lot of, that's why I talked about doing it based off of what works for you mm -hmm. so we can have that success and giving ourselves grace through the process of, as we try, mm -hmm. right? Because every day is a new day and we could just start again. Absolutely. There were days that I did not meditate. There were days that I didn't meditate as long as I, I wanted to because I set mm -hmm. my watch. You know, some people don't set uh, a time because they get used to it. Right. But at the beginning of this journey for my walking, I'm using that mm -hmm. one because it's the most consistent thing that I've been doing over the pandemic. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, oh, if I didn't have that alarm on, it wasn't going down. <laughs> <laughs> or I would find an excuse to say I don't have enough time to do it. Yes. And I want to say for me, it was an excuse for some of it might really be the explanation, right? So I'm not going to say it's an excuse for everyone. But for me, I was using it as an excuse. That time and intention changed. And now I don't need the alone, mm. right? Because here we are hundreds of days in yeah. of walking. And so my body is like, what are we about to do? Get up, get up, get up. You know, like, it's time to get up. So it actually doesn't like me laying there. Uh -huh. <laughs> it switched on you. Yeah. Because you kept trying. Exactly. Right? But and I'm you sure, kept moving. Right. But I'm sure there were some days where that alarm went off and you were like, mm-mm. <laughs> and then you have to, like, we can't beat ourselves up for that either. At all. At all. Right? Yeah. So it's a process of just continuing to try. Absolutely. And I feel like the ebook is just going to And I'm going to change that try because we talked about that a little bit before to continuing to do because each time you are yes. re restarting it is a, it is doing it's true right and it so you know yoga i don't know what is it yoga what's his name yogi what's the guy off of the star wars sorry people who are star wars <laughs> say yoda. you don't try you try not yeah right so really yes every time you do it you're doing it you are actually doing it thank you for saying that Right. Thank you for saying that. It goes back uh -huh. to your point about, you know, the healing journey is mm -hmm. a journey, right? Oh, no, really? It's a journey because like y'all in the road. They like we came over here and now y'all over here. It's a journey. And, you know, 
it's about the journey. Exactly. It's really not about the destination, you know? And y'all don't hear it. Y'all hear a geese. <laughs> this walk is real. This is really walking with Sharia. <laughs> like, this is not just, this is walking. This is not pretend walk. We walk. <laughs> we sweating and we have ducks trying to make sure we are out of their path. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. And we're in it. Exactly. So. Yeah. Every day, getting up and doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it being something different, right? So we're talking about, Sharia's talking about the physical aspect of walking. And I'm just talking about the emotional grounding of meditation. Yes. And taking some time for yourself. So earlier, you said a little bit about interpersonal and and personal relationships. Yes. And I want to kind of hit a little bit. So we are pri- primarily talking to Black women, right? Our audience I see it. Our audience is filled with Black women who have different experiences with relationships, lost in love, and lost in friendships. And so can you give us a little bit of tips on some of those social wellness tools or socially evolving, right? Yeah. Tools <laughs> where we can balance between, as, as well as some of us are introverts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how can we evolve in that area when we've been harmed? Ooh, so I'm sorry, about, that was a, a large question. All right. I think, you know, I was talking about this yesterday with a client and, you know, how we don't, how we're not able to or willing sometimes to trust because of the trauma that we've experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, I mean, makes sense because trauma and by definition is the loss of safety in an area, right? So, okay. so you know, the what I talk about in the ebook is, and that's why I start off with taking some time to yourself mm-hmm. and just meditating, because I think it's important for us to be able to get in tune with what hurts us. Yes. Right. And the more we spend time for ourselves and just kind of just assessing our how we're feeling in different ways, in different times, we can see what what our triggers are, if that makes sense, right? So we can see what our triggers are. And so when we get ready to interact with people, we can be better at noticing when we're triggered and not let our response to that trigger impact our our, our relationships in a negative way, mm-hmm. but inform us in a positive way. Yes. <laughs> right. And so yes, yes. the the uh what I mean by that too is like boundaries, right? We talk about boundaries um in interpersonal relationships. And a lot of times I think we look externally mm-hmm. when we're unhappy with our relationships. And the reality is we have to look internally. We have to look at ourselves and see what it is that we need, what we want and what we're bringing. Yes, yes. And also what we're accepting, right? Like, so I think if we're looking from a trauma lens and we're looking from a place of trust, part of having healthy relations, relationships is basically knowing how to make decisions how to make decisions in a way that you have a front of a format that works for you that actually says here <laughs> <Stick it out. laughs> 
that actually says, here are my steps. This is their world. <laughs> here, here is my framework on making decisions and I'm gonna be confident in that. So if the person hurts me, harms me, I can make a decision to leave or I can make a decision to put different boundaries in place. And so a lot of times we are looking at the external but it really requires us to create an, a process as we're healing, right? Because as you heal, you're exposed to difference, which means you have different people you're around, different relationships you grow and nurture because you're in a different place. But in your process of healing, it's okay to have a framework for making decisions, yes. right? A place where you can say here, when I, when I see myself feeling this, I'm going to decide, am I really safe? Am I okay in this relationship at this moment? And if I'm not, I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna walk away from it or I'm gonna pause it. But if I answer, yes, I am safe. And this is coming from a place of my past, then I'm going to push forward and try to keep working in the relationship, regardless of the type of relationship. That includes friendship, intimate, intimate partners. It includes all of the relationships. It, it also includes our family, right? Sometimes you do need to fall back. But other times you do need to reconnect, mm -hmm. right? Everything isn't about cutting people off yes. because how you make that decision might be harming you if it's coming from a place of trauma, yes. right? So I really think if we, if we think about healing even within our relationships, it's okay to have a framework until you get to a place of being further evolved in that area. Mm -hmm. And each... Each level is a new training. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so thank you, Sharita, for breaking that down. That framework helps you at that level. Absolutely. And then you get to the next level. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the time watch or the intentional alarm, right? It helped you at the beginning. Now you don't need it. Yeah. Because all you, what you're doing is you're building trust in your systems, right? And when we think about trauma, specifically for Black folk, trauma is about internal external system, mm -hmm. um, massive oppression over years and generations, right? So we have all these systems that are in place against us and we have no systems for ourselves to be able to, to navigate them because we can't counter systems until we dismantle them. That's a whole nother um, episode, but I'm not asking for any black folk to say, I need to be the one to, to deal with racism. Mm -hmm because I refuse to allow us to be the, uh, the, the survivors of oppression by being the ones to correct it. But that's neither here nor there. We go there. Mic drop. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll save that for it. But I also think as I'm navigating racism, I'm gonna need some systems to make sure that I don't lose hope and joy within my community. So, but I'm gonna get off my soapbox, coming down, coming down. <laughs> I like that one. I like the soapbox, <laughs> but it, it that, helps. It helps, and that and that's what we're talking about is just how do we apply some th things we can do in our lives to support ourselves in that way. Absolutely, right. So whether it's the framework for you know identifying if this is a healthy relationship for me right now, mm -hmm. or you know taking the time for myself to get in tune with what it is that I need, what I want. Um, and my mathematicians, they might know the name of that diagram where you start with the, if at the beginning, the hypothesis, 
if then good morning and then really you come down to if you say yes you go this way yeah if you go <laughs> say yeah. no you go that way i mean listen for process improvement i just see it yeah I just because it's it. really just an issue of we have to make efforts in our journey to navigate in a way that doesn't continue to harm us and expect us to have the healing of a whole entire system in place. Yes, makes complete sense because that's just continued oppression. Exactly. Yeah. And we lost a lot of good, we've lost a lot of good people to physical health and early age loss that were really committed to op anti-oppression yeah. work. Yeah. And I think part that's of right. even self-care and wellness and evolving requires us to do it different so that we can honor our ancestors in the way they had to do it. Yeah, yeah. So. and we need to take it to the next level, right? Which is a part of the ele elevation, right? We see that. And so now how can we do it differently? Yes. How can we do it differently? And I really do believe it is a collective, but we have to take care of our individual selves first. Yeah, and within that collective. Within that collective, right? right? Because it's not an individualistic thing. Yeah. It's a, I'm gonna do me so that I can be all that I need to be for the collective. Exactly. And that whole is parts for one of us to be healthy. We all gotta strive to be healthy, which also means that I have to also see how my health is impacting others or my lack of health mm. is impacting others. And so evolving to a place where you are working on you, but it's impacting all those you care about. Like when we talk about relationships, if you're not okay with you, all your relationships are going to be impacted in some way. Absolutely. And so getting okay with you is the first, first step. Yes. And the guide really is all about that, right? Mm -hmm. Different practical ways that you can do that. And we talk about interpersonal relationships, but again, it's the focus is you, mm -hmm. you know? starts with you and being able to heal requires learning where the trust was broken so that you can reshape it and reframe it right so now that we are coming to close tell us what you would like people to walk away with where when they can you know look for the book uh tell us anything as well as your ways to follow you, all those things. So um, what I want people to walk away with when they get the book is access to something that they can use in their life easy that actually helps them okay. towards their healing, right? I'm hoping that they can get something from all of the dimensions or areas, but easy access practical use and powerful impact. Okay. That's what I'm hoping that everybody can get at least a one tool, one step from every area that they need that they can use. Okay. Um, you can look for the book. Um, whew, I say August. Okay. And and I'll make sure to link it as also once it's released. Okay. 
and you can and you can find me on keep k e e p underscore evolving e v o l v i n g underscore wellness. Right. Keep evolving wellness on Instagram and keep evolving wellness on Facebook. That's where you can find me for now. I'll be launching a website soon. Yes, yes. <laughs> You'll be able to find find me there too, which is KE Wellness Center. Great. Well, I thank you for coming to join me. I know it was last minute. Well, you would have been here joined with me anyway. I'd be here regardless, y'all. <laughs> but giving the, us the opportunity to, you know, not just hear me ramble about stuff, but to have an awesome guest that tells us about the work that she's doing, the way that she loves our community, and just the evolving, not just personally, but community-wise that she wants for us all. So I thank you. And again, because this is airing on my birthday. Happy birthday. Everybody shout out to the Leos. We're in the house and we're probably loud. And if you see me on that day, I will have my tutu on. So, all right, good people. All right. Take good care of yourselves and be well. Peace.